We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Featuring the Fillmore's finest, Monte Hill. <laughs> Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. Good morning to everybody out there. Drive safely on the roadways. Good morning to everybody getting off their graveyard shift. The overnight dancers, the students, the cops, the firefighters, you know it. Everybody out there, Spadoni, Big John, and of course you, Shasky. He's back. Congrats to all the Doobie Award winners yesterday. That was a lot of fun. But let's talk some basketball. The Warriors take on the Pelicans just today, 5.30. I almost said this morning, but 5.30 p.m., the earliest start time at home since 2008, a national television game. But still, you can watch us on NBC Sports Bay Area. Fit Spooky, the whole crew will be there for pre- and post-game live. And Anthony Slater will be in the building as well. Uh, before we get to Slater, just want to say shout-out to YouTube and Twitch, brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union. The smart choice for low auto loan rates and super simple online application process and a Comcast business text line. Uh, Anthony Slater, our 95-7 game insider, does a tremendous job at the Athletic. Just exceptional work, and he's been all over this situation um, with Draymond Green as he ramps his way back up. Warriors, they just need to win to get to 3-4 and four to 7-game homestand at the Toronto game. Let's start there before we get into Draymond Green. That Toronto performance in the first half, excluding 2019, because we know how bad that season was, Anthony. Was that as bad as a half have you seen for the Golden State Warriors under Steve Kerr? I don't know. I might go like second half Sacramento this year, right? You know, <laughs> blowing the lead. I mean, there's been some yeah. really bad second half, right? Um, just you know, this season, but uh, down twenty-seven at the half. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's pretty bad. You know, now that you put it at twenty-seven. <laughs> uh, you know, how about the first quarter from the Kings yesterday? They were down like eighteen to the Pistons. I, I did. So, but, see uh, that. They scored 47 <laughs> against them. <laughs> yeah. There's been some bad ones, but I do think, like, context always matters, right? right. And just, like, considering where this season was, where this homestand was, uh, that was as surprising of a no-show. Especially for a team, by the way, this season, they've mentioned it. They don't really get blown out. They do not blow anybody out. Right. They don't typically get blown out. How loud were the boos in the arena? Because I was getting mic'd up, and I was locked in on the halftime show. How loud were the boos there Sunday when they walked into the locker room at halftime? On one to like where the Eagles fans are probably at for their home team right now, it was probably like a like a four. Like it wasn't like just raining down, uh, you know, right? Fire everybody, but it was like, oh wow, they're booing in here, which you you hadn't heard. Like the, it was audible booze. So, what'd you make of Draymond Green's podcast and Draymond Green's appearance uh, at a podium yesterday? 
Um, you know, I thought it was it was very long. Uh, I think it was thirty seven <laughs> minutes, and it was about six seven questions. So you can imagine, like the answers were very drawn out, um, which is fine. It was good. Um, I think the my two takeaways are he did take a level of like responsibility on where this season has cratered to, right? You know, talking about trying to get back, saying like I've cost this team enough. He mentioned the funny thing with. Pajemski, like trying to give him a standing ovation in film, like a welcome back. And he's like, I'm not sure anybody should be giving me a standing ovation right now. Um, but also the thing, the, my biggest takeaway as far as like moving forward, um, you know, the league is like, the league just wants him to stop like flagrant foul tooing people, right? right. Like, just no more hitting people. The Warriors are like, no more anything, like no more distractions, no more talking to refs. Like you need to get back and like, it needs to be all about winning and it can't be about, you know, Draymond's referred to it as the antics. Well, that includes, like, can he really, like, just stay out of, like, the technicals, stay out of all that? Like, to me, that'll be that'll show a lot in the first few weeks. Like, is he fully back, fully invested in trying to make this thing work? I don't know if you got a chance to hear on Willard and Dibs yesterday uh, in the afternoon. We had Steve Kerr on, and he said this. I want you to listen to this quote, and then you can react to it. Uh, here's Steve Kerr yesterday with Willard and Dibs. It's a big part of it, and we've talked about it. Can he walk that line? Can he still play with fire and energy but leave the officials alone? That's the challenge. It's going to be a big challenge, but um, we're going to ask him to do that. We need that so that we can focus on the game. His teammates need that so that we can focus on all of the little details that are eluding us right now, that are keeping us from being a consistent team. So that's what we're asking him. Do you think he can do that? We'll see. Um, you know, it's funny. Uh, I, the night in Phoenix, if you actually go back to his press conference in Phoenix, which is most remembered for his, like, apology to Nurkic and just, like, that whole situation, uh, he mentioned that night he had been lately trying to stay off the refs because he was, like, this was already an objective of his. And uh, he would say, if you go look at, like, maybe the five, six games prior to the Nurkic club, whatever you want to call it. Like he'd been really good and locked in and like not focused on the refereeing. Um, so can he do it? I think he can. I think he can for a stretch, but we're not talking about a stretch, right? We're talking about like a few months, a potential playoff run, heated environments, you know, times in the game where, where the lead is slipping away. Uh, that's where they need him not to do it. You guys remember the, the, you know, I mentioned that second half in Sacramento, Part of that collapse in the second half in Sacramento was remember how obsessed he got with the yeah, yeah. On the yeah. oh yeah, oh, yeah. that that is I think like the example that Steve Kerr is like referring to where part of the collapse in that game was like Draymond just got so unfocused on the action you know charged the arena up fully committed some fouls went over to the bench was arguing with assistants had to go to the back and like it was just part of you know them completely losing focus on the game and um, that happens when leads are slipping and, and, and they can't have any of that. Do I think he can do it for a while? Yes. For the entire season. We'll see. (laughs) Anthony Slater here on the morning roast on 95, seven, a game Our 95, seven, a game insider does a great job for the athletic. So Steve Kerr also, you know, he's talking about the crisis of Draymond Green and his career is at a crisis or whatnot. What does that even look like? What does that mean? Like if he pulls another act, the Warriors can possibly move him and what do they be able to do with the contract? Cause I don't even know what that means. Cause he has another three years left on the deal, Anthony. Yeah, you know, I don't know if that's as in much like referring to the Warriors. Where, where obviously, sure, like the deadline's coming up, it's not completely impossible that, that that something goes down. But I think more the league, right? Like, right. He's 
they just went from five game to indefinite. On honestly, I thought the second foul was not as bad as the. I don't. I thought Gobert was worse than Nurkic. Would you guys agree? Yes. I, yeah. I mean, they're both bad. So on but a yeah, Draymond scale. Yeah, choking. Yeah. You know, nine second choke hold going for the three point line two in front of the Warriors bench. That was rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a little worse than the Nurkic. Uh, you know, flail. Um, but my point is. The Nurkic suspension was much stiffer than the Gobert one, right? Mm-hmm. So the league is basically saying, like, this is like a step ladder towards, like, you could do something that maybe not even as bad as the Nurkic, but it might be, like, rest of the season. Like, what, what do you all think he, the league's going to do the next time he has? Remainder you know, of the season. Yeah. So when when we talk about, like, career being online, to me, that's it, right? Like, what might the league do if these acts continue? All right, I'll actually give you another example. Sabonis in the playoffs last year, right? He, got to, right. he gets one game for that. What if that exact situation played out in game one of or game two of a first round series this year? What's the league doing now? I don't think it's one game. Yeah, I think it's a series. Maybe the playoffs. Uh, I was Maybe say you playoffs. know, you know, he's done until he till next season. So, well, it, it, especially remember, it's not even just the Sabonis stuff. Remember that he like was like yelling Fired at up the, the crowd. crowd. He yeah. was like doing the WWE the Hulk Hogan. Thing. Yeah. and Adam Silver's in the building. Yeah, like. That type of stuff, like, if you start doing that to the league again, yeah, you know, that's why they say career on the line, right? Yep. And he did that against Cleveland this year on a Saturday night against the Cleveland Cavaliers at Chase Center where he got ejected. So it's all bad. Something else that's all bad is Andrew Wiggins. And I don't know what the hell's going on with him. He looks lost. He looks like he's not as strong as he used to be. He looks a little frail. What? I mean, Steve Kerr punted on the – He go ahead. Did you hear when I asked? Steve about Andrew yesterday? I may have missed it. I was so caught up in Draymond Green that I may have missed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily expect you to hurt, but I thought it was interesting. So he like basically made it clear like he can't really play Wiggins and Kaminga together. I did I did see that, Anthony. I yeah, saw that. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I followed up after, you know, like, hey, look, Wiggins was minus 29 last game. He was, you know, whatever it was, it wasn't good against Detroit. Um, you know, kind of all the lineup combinations right now, like if you look at the metrics over the season, are not good with him. Like, you know, how sustainable is it? Or, you know, however I worded it. And he basically said he wants to wash the last two games away. And he made a pretty full-throated defense of, like, look at the 15 games prior to the last two of Andrew Wiggins. He's trending well. He's playing well. It, it was like, I'm going to stick with him, at least in the rotation. Uh, so, I mean, whatever that means. But he was like, go. He was like, go look at the last 15 games. Go look at the stats. It's been better. I'm like... You know, he was okay, but I don't right. know. I thought that part was interesting. You think he gets moved? I think uh, if you had to pin me down and say, like, who's most likely, I would probably say Andrew Wiggins. Um, you know, I'm curious. It's in, when he signs the, the four-year deal uh, extension last, uh, you know, whatever it was, last uh, offseason, um, it was considered, like, one of the more team-friendly deals in the league, right? You know, guy just coming off um, being a, a huge part of a title, is signed to a team friendly like twenty five ish million a year with the cap going way up, and he's a three and D like plug and play wing anywhere you put him. Now, obviously, that has not been the case this year, but it's still like if if you still view Andrew Wiggins, if you're the Indiana Pacers, if you're the Cleveland Cavaliers, I'm naming them because they're particularly the Cavs teams that need starting small forwards. It's what they really lack. Um, if you think he could get back to himself, he's a really good option there at a, at a really reasonable price. So I, I do think. There's maybe teams that would view that as a, as a tradable, you know, at least trade for contract. Um, but we'll see. I mean, the big thing right now is like the Wiggins-Kaminga thing. If we think that needs to get broken up and if they're saying we cannot play them together, I think it seems pretty obvious the one that that they should probably choose at this point, right? Who is it? 
I mean, just Kaminga with he's cheap the next couple of years. He's playing better right now. Uh, and if you get off the Wiggins money, that can basically flip into Kaminga money two years down the road, right? As you try to like reset your books, you look at the age, you look at the trend of where their careers are going. Um, I mean, does it, does that not seem like the obvious choice? Uh, no, I mean, me and Bonte are you know obviously. Uh, signing with Kaminga in this particular situation. It's just, I, I guess the bigger question, and we've been kind of kicking it around the last 45 minutes or so, and I'll pose it to you. If I took championship off the table, what would constitute success for the Golden State Warriors this year? Is it, you know, rearranging the decks so that you have optionality, flexibility in the offseason? Is it trying to get a clear distinction on who Kaminga is or Pajemski or any of those guys? Is it, you know, make the core feel good about themselves? How are you quantifying and measuring success for this year if I took championship off the table? Yeah, the way it's been termed to me, and I mean, this is this is more of like a, you know, hey, what, what are they going to do at the trade deadline? It's just figuring out who can play around Steph Curry and like how they should rearrange around Steph Curry. Maybe if you go out and get players, get players you think can play with Steph Curry, see if they can uh, over the, over the next few months, because the reality is like they still intend to be a Steph Curry team ecosystem the next few years. And that makes sense, right? I mean, even though he's had a slump lately, he's still considered a, a top five, top 10 player, you know, and I'm being generous. Um, so build around them. The plan is to still build around them and to build around them, you need to build a smart team around them. So I think, you know, you mentioned Kaminga, like I think they've discovered he can be a Steph Curry player, right? I mean, he's been in the starting lineup with him for now, what, 13 games or so? Mm -hmm. Like, it's gone well, you know. Steph needs downhill attacking, you know, rim pressure. I think we've seen that. So I think it's a lot of that. Just just how do you want to rebuild and reset this thing around Steph? Yeah, uh, I'm with you there. Anthony Slater, our 957 Game Insider here on the Roast. Um, so getting Steph going here is going to be difficult, obviously. You don't have Draymond Green. You have Wiggins in the slump. Clay's doing his thing. I think Clay's been solid for the most part for 23, 25 games. He had a little mini three-game slump, but it seems like he busted out of that. But how do you get Steph going here against these longer, more athletic defenders? We've seen Scotty Barnes. We're going to see Herb Jones tonight. We're going to see Trey Murphy the third. How do they get Steph Curry going at this age against these longer, better defenders who are more athletic than Steph? Well, you, I mean, you mentioned Draymond. I mean, get, getting him back will, like, really help, right? Yeah. And I don't think he's that far away, right? He's not going to play tonight. He's pushing, you know, for this to just be, like, a, kind of a weak ramp-up. I think you'll see him uh, probably on the road trip at some point. Um, so that will help. Uh, beyond that, I mean – He's also just got to hit shots. Like, I right. agree, like, you know, but the other night, how many, you know, makeable shots out of yeah. those nine threes did he just miss? Uh, so I think there's some of that. It's, it's tough, though, because there's such a burden on him. I mean, Steve Kerr talked about it yesterday. I mean, it's, it's, there's understandable fatigue that, that goes into this. But, um, you know, I don't know. It's like the age-old question. Do you put him on the ball more? Do you run more high pick and roll? I mean, certainly the lineup combinations matter. Um, maybe just getting more floor spacing out there with him, getting Moody out there a bit more. Sarich, um, with Kaminga as like a downhill guy. If Wiggins isn't hitting his shots, do you just wipe him away from any Steph minutes? Maybe. I don't know. Um, it's, that's what they're trying to solve, right? Right, right. Um, Kaminga, Kerr. That whole beef squash where Kaminga comes out after the Denver Nuggets game, they blow an 18-point 18, 18 lead in the last 651. Kaminga doesn't play the last 18 minutes. Is that all done, or is that is there something still lingering there with Kaminga and Steve Kerr? Well, I think this month will be telling. Like, you know, how trusting will Steve Kerr be of Jonathan Kaminga? How many minutes does he get as Draymond Green? 
slides back into the fold and maybe, you know, take, Draymond's taking minutes away from somebody. Yeah. Some people. Who's that going to be? You know, can, do they decide to keep Kaminga in the starting lineup when Draymond comes back? Is it a Kaminga-Draymond 4-5, or is it Draymond at the 4? Well, you know, Draymond may come off the bench and start, but over when this team is fully set, do they view it as a Kaminga Draymond four five or a Draymond Terry Jackson Davis Draymond Looney four five? I think that'll matter. Uh, and if Kaminga, I think over the next month, what what does Kaminga want? I think we all know, right? He wants to be viewed and played as like a thirty minute per night, no matter what, like mm-hmm. bona fide like puzzle piece, mm-hmm. like big puzzle piece on a team. If it is going to be with the Warriors. I think he's content, right? I mean, he's made that clear. He said uh, uh, the other day, I love it here. And I think he he loves it here if he's a big part of here. Uh, right. But if he's not, I mean, he wants to be that somewhere. He's got extension eligibility coming up. He's, he's 21, 22. And, and, and where I would agree with him, like, I think he's ready for that. Yeah. I think he's ready to be a 32-minute-a-night player every single night on somebody's team. If it is with the Warriors, I think he's happy. If it's not, he might not be. All right, Anthony, we'll see you a little later. Get some rest, man. Early start, man. So weird, huh? 5.30 start on a Wednesday? Very weird. I mean, they're doing it because it's all national TV. Right. They're the early game. There's two West games on ESPN mm-hmm. tonight. But it's still it's very strange. And my, like, How many people are going to be in their seats at tip-off tonight? Oh, man, that's tough. It's like the NBA Finals, right, with those 6 p.m. starts uh, during the week, man. Uh, a little and, bit more motivation for an NBA Finals yeah. game. Well, the, should the Warriors be motivated just to win a home game? They've already lost 10 home oh. games. Hey, I expect the I expect the Warriors to be very motivated tonight. Do I expect the fan base to be motivated to be in their seat? Tip? I don't know. The, hey, the one thing I will say about tonight, the Pelicans are the sixth seed right now. I know, I know. And the Warriors obviously are where they are. But if if the Warriors win tonight, they're only three losses away from the Pelicans, and that's what I look at the loss column. So it's packed down there. And these games start starting to become big games. Mm-hmm. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. By the way, we'll talk to you about the Dolphins next week. We'll see if they can brave the cold in Kansas City. Oh, we're talking about the Dolphins' second round opponent next week. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> right, man, did he, you yeah. did give it to you when it gets Buffalo. I told you, take Buffalo into two and a half. Um, we'll see you later, Anthony. Good stuff as always. All right, Anthony Slater, our 95-7 game insider here. Real quick, a quick aside, Shasky, because Anthony said a lot there. So remember the whole quarterback doc? With uh, the quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins and Patrick Mahomes and Marcus Mariota. And everybody said, oh, my God, look how Kirk Cousins stole everybody's hearts in America. And I was like, dude, the biggest takeaway is Patrick Mahomes is a badass. Yeah. That should be your takeaway. Well, Netflix is creating a new NBA documentary series modeled after its NFL quarterback show. The first, first five players chosen for the first season of the project. Okay. LeBron James. <laughs> of course. Jason Tatum. It, it, can, I, can I pause? Is LeBron James' company doing this? It's Netflix. I know, but it's Oh, but I don't know. I don't know if it is. Okay, Shane Ryan reported it. So, LeBron James. Tatum. Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler. Okay. Anthony Edwards. Oh. <laughs> and last but not least. <laughs> John the Kaminga. Demonis Sabonis. Oh, no. <laughs> He'll be this year's Kirk Cousins? <laughs> He'll be the Kirk Cousins. Oh my God! Look how Sabonis stole his heart. He's so much better than his father. It's a good, I, I think that's those are good five good people. To Anthony have Edwards is going to be really good. It's going to be really good. Well, Jimmy Butler's going to be good. They're all at different points in their career, right? I, I, that's very interesting. I like it. I do like it. That's I like that. So LeBron is so his uh, Spring Hill Company alongside uh, Peyton Manning Omaha production. Did I not oh call that? Gosh. Well, it's a couple other people. Oh, oh Peyton stop Manning it. runs it too because Peyton Manning was their architect behind the quarterback. Omaha one, right? production. There was yes. Yeah. Peyton Manning yeah. did that, and then Barack Obama's Higher Ground Productions as well. Oh, Barack's got a company, mm-hmm. too? Damn. 
Must be nice to be rich. Of course, rich. LeBron's producing it. Do you not like that? Is I it just, a problem? Oh, you have well, a problem he's going to doctor it. Here's up. what I would say: is that when your production company is the one doing the editing and the production and everything, it's it's. Not that it's straight up propaganda, but it's through your prism. Like I get it. I don't know. I I guess it's the only way you're gonna get a look inside of LeBron James. Like I, I get that. It's just it's so obvious. I don't blame him. I you don't think blame him. I sound like a hater. It's huh? gonna be propaganda. It's gonna doctor it all up. Well, like for like the Jordan doc, for example, the Jordan doc, he had all the final editing say, or right. whatever, but it was done by another company, right? Right, and so yeah, Jordan had a lot of influence on it, and he's gonna make it look like you know he did it. Uh, the Derek Jeter doc, we know the guy that ended up you know producing the entire right. thing. He had final editing say. That's how you get these guys access. That's how you get them to say something because they know that hey, you're gonna have my back when it comes to the the, the editing right. floor um, and and stuff being left off that I don't want in there. But that's why I love the OJ doc so much. Like the OJ right. doc was so good. Which one? The, 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 the 10 30. part series by yeah, yeah, yeah. ESPN. 30 for 30. Because OJ had great. really no part that was unbelievable. of it. You know what I mean? I need to go back and watch it's that. It's one of the greatest pieces of, yeah. oh, it was of art. history I've ever seen. It was art. It was, it was unbelievable. The dude took his best friend's girlfriend, Everybody, rode up to his best friend's house with his best friend's girl, was like, yeah, she's my girl now. It, what a dirty dude. It, what a dirty guy incredible. OJ is. It, it, it's incredible. Not to mention everything else that's happened. Let's listen to the offspring. Now, look, Steph, now to be fair, Steph did his uh, underrated doc, and I'm sure yeah. that it was Steph Curry's production company, right. with Steph Curry having full editing control. That's how you get access to Steph. Yeah. You know? So, I just, I, again, I guess I would say that maybe my eye is a little more discerning, and I understand what I'm getting. Yeah. Taylor Fry, I like this. What's the step doc highlighted Bonte's motivational speech to get Curry out of the slump. You're sitting 25% in the month of January. Steph, I'm talking directly to you. Well, Steph, I want you to hear this right now because I know you're up. You're early. You get up early with the kids. Hi, Steph. Hi, Steph. How you doing? Hey, uh, you should bring back, book. bring back About Last Night on HBO. I really loved it. Anna and I binge watched it. It was a great dating show. I liked it a lot. I did. I truly did. I thought that uh, you guys would be watching simultaneously 90 Day Fiance. No, or I, I'd leave the room. Love Island. I love. I leave the room. I don't watch that. She gets mad at me. Maybe She's like, you don't watch stuff. Was like, it Below Deck, Under Deck, yeah, whatever it's called? I don't watch that. But hey, oh, Steph. Captain Lee's so dope, though. Come yeah, on, My wife deck. loves that show. Yeah, I don't, I don't watch it. I'm all about sports, uh, especially during this time. I was watching the Bruce Mahoney game on my phone, and I flipped over to Lakers Raptors. <laughs> The Lakers? The Lakers. I wanted to watch the new look Raptors. And trust me, we got something about the Lakers. The game. Lakers! That, that was... Okay. You know, not even going to... Just going to play the sound from the Toronto Raptors head coach coming up on the other side. But I want Steph Curry to hear this. Hey, Steph. Just like the underrated doc. Hey, Steph, man. You know I love you. The last seven games. You're averaging 22 points per game, which is great. Those are all-star numbers. But you're only shooting 37% from the floor and 30 from three. 31% from three. Hey, Steph, you're struggling right now. You're in a slump. It is what it is, Steph. Last seven games have been rough. So I know a security guard, Yusuf, I hope you're listening to. Clip this. Give it to Steph. I expect a 50-burger tonight. Or maybe a 40-burger. Or just maybe a win. Are you calling your shot? Steph's going to have a good game tonight. He's ready to roll. So Bonte has now reached the Joe Namath portion of his career. And he's going to be calling shots. Mink Coat. Nah, he's gonna come in. You'll see the outfit. You'll see the outfit. No, I meant you wearing the mink coat. Oh no, I don't have a mink shot. I don't have a finger up in the tunnel. Yeah, no, 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 no. And by the way, Joe Namath should have never been named MVP for that Super Bowl. Should have been Max Schnell. 
All right, that's that's criminal that he got the Super Bowl MVP award. He's never Super heard Bowl of Fallout three. Boy, but he knows yeah. who the 1969 Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, absolutely, should be. he guaranteed it. He should get this. No, he shouldn't be. He shouldn't get the Super Bowl. If you write the check and you go in and cash it, no, he had a subpar game. Subpar game. And Joe Napier threw more interceptions and touchdown passes over the course of his career. I could sit up here and say he's the most overrated quarterback of all time, but I won't do that. But the swag, Bonte. Okay, swagger, great. You got swagger. Awesome. Joe Broadway. Broadway Joe. Come on, man. But Steph, 30% from three the last seven games, man. <sighs> Telling you, he needs that secondary play. Let's, let's continue it on the other side. All right. That's coming up. Brought to you by... I don't even know what I did with my paper. Where's my paper? All right. It's brought to you by a Warriors Wednesday. That's right. Warriors Wednesday brought to you by Freeman's Appliance. What up, Matt? A trusted name since 1922. Visit Freeman'sAppliance.com today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.